from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, the president makes a trip to Pittsburgh. Tensions continue to brew in Ukraine. The search for a missing San Antonio three-year-old broadens into the Texas Hill Country. And a popular word game and its impact on your brain. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. KTSA AccuWeather. Clear and chilly, low 26 in the hill country to 32 along the river walk. Tomorrow and Sunday, lots of sunshine. Tomorrow's high 63, Sunday's high 66. For Monday, kicking off your week, mostly cloudy skies, high 71. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing Accuate Forecast. This is Texas News Radio. President Joe Biden traveled to Pittsburgh today where a snow-covered bridge collapsed this morning, just a few miles from where he later delivered remarks on infrastructure. After touring the wreckage of the Fern Hollow Bridge, which collapsed hours before he headed for Pittsburgh, the president noted how 45,000 more bridges across the country have been similarly rated in poor condition. It's just simply unacceptable. Mr. Biden vowed to fix the fallen bridge and others in need of repair with money from the bipartisan infrastructure bill he signed into law last year. We finally got it done. The president said it was a miracle no one died when the Fern Hollow Bridge fell. The next time, we don't need headlines saying that someone was killed when the next bridge collapsed. That's correspondent Stephen Portnoy reporting. NATO's Secretary General says the alliance is ready to increase its troop presence in parts of Europe if Russia invades Ukraine again. Jens Stoltenberg said in response to Russia's continued buildup in Belarus, which borders Ukraine to the north. We will, of course, constantly assess the need to adjust our presence. He said that includes Eastern Europe. We are ready to step up our military presence in the eastern part of the alliance uh, to uh, prevent any misunderstanding or room for miscalculation about NATO's ability and readiness to protect and defend uh, all allies. Stoltenberg said he wouldn't speculate about Russia's next moves. That's correspondent Kami McCormick. State Commission is reversing the state's decision to hand over a two-mile stretch of a local highway to San Antonio. The Texas Transportation Commission voted yesterday to not turn over the stretch of State Loop 368, that's Broadway, uh, between Burr Road and Interstate 35. City officials are dismayed by the reversal which disrupts the city's long-held plan to redesign Broadway from the Alamo Heights city limit into downtown San Antonio. The state commission said the city's redevelopment plan would increase congestion. A federal judge is blocking a recent sale of oil and gas leases in the Gulf of Mexico, saying that the environmental impact analysis was outdated. It's a victory for environmentalist groups. The Gulf of Mexico has been battered with oil and gas drilling and huge impacts to wildlife and certainly also to our climate. And that's Luke Metzger with the the group Environment Texas, but this week's decision casts uncertainty over the future of offshore drilling. The Gulf of Mexico accounts for 15% of existing U.S. oil production. The Tiger King's Joe Exotic has been resentenced. Correspondent Stacy Lynn. A federal judge has resentenced Joseph Maldonado Passage to 21 years in prison for a murder-for-hire plot targeting Carol Baskin. The new sentencing shaves off a year of the Tiger King star's original 22-year sentence. Certainly we're disappointed. It's time for justice. His attorney, John Phillips. Look, it is not over. We will be filing motions for new trial and going forward with what has always been the heart of this case, the collusion by the government and these witnesses to get Joe locked up. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Clear and chilly for tonight, low 32. Lots of sunshine tomorrow, high 63. 
Chilly tomorrow night with a starlit sky, low 36. Sunny on Sunday, high 66. Monday, the last day of January, mostly cloudy, high 71. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Increasing pressure to tackle gun violence on the federal, state, and local level. In Houston, three police officers are expected to recover after a shootout yesterday involving a man who had sped away from a domestic disturbance. Correspondent Kaylee Hartung is in Houston. The chase ending at what's believed to be the suspect's home. The man barricading himself inside for hours, firing again on police, eventually surrendering. Police saying the pistol used may have been modified to fire like a machine gun. The search continues for a missing three-year-old San Antonio girl, Lena Keel, and that search has reached as far as Fredericksburg. Acting on tips, state troopers and volunteers searched Wednesday night in an area near Cross Mountain Park. Lena's father drove to Fredericksburg yesterday morning with a small group of volunteer searchers. The group climbed the hill in Cross Mountain Park and searched through the brush in that area. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is singling out Congressman Louis Gohmert as the challenger to beat in his re-election campaign. Paxton's campaign started running TV ads earlier this month in Gohmert's home base of East Texas. Anti-Gohmert pieces of campaign mail were next, followed by this week by Facebook ads. The ad blitz seems to suggest that Paxton sees Gohmert as a bigger threat than his two other Republican challengers, former state Supreme Court Justice Ava Guzman and Texas Land Commissioner George P. Bush. San Francisco leaders not happy that unvaccinated Brooklyn Nets star Kylie Irving Kyrie Irving, is uh, being allowed to take the court at Chase Center tomorrow. Uh, Golden State Warriors fans are complaining about a, du- a vaccination double standard. Kyrie Irving will be allowed to enter Chase Center, even though he's unvaccinated, because San Francisco's vaccination mandate only applies to the home team and fans. Reaction from Warriors fan Don Thompson. I don't think it's fair at all just because you're a big name. No matter what level of life you're in, COVID don't care. Irving will need to test negative for COVID, but San Francisco Supervisor Matt Haney wants the city's public health department to reassess the vaccine exemption for visiting NBA players. And it also sends the wrong message when they've set up a double standard by design. That's correspondent Matt Bigler reporting from San Francisco. A simple word guessing game called Wordle is taking social media by storm. It's all over social media with people bragging about how many tries it took them to guess the five letter word. But if you think this is like exercise for your brain, Jillian Hill says, think again. She's with the Center for Brain Health at the University of Texas at Dallas. You might get a little bit of enjoyment from it in the moment, but it's not really doing anything for you long term. The best way to start the day, she says, is to choose your priorities and prepare for those. Playing Wordle, she says, is like candy for the brain. I'm Michael Board. This is Texas News Radio. All news. All for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, the Houston man who shot three police officers hasn't exactly been a model citizen throughout his life. Diplomacy is still the game to cool off the tension in Eastern Europe. The governor says TikTok's days should be numbered. Inflation is eating into snack prices. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. KTSA AccuWeather. Tonight, clear and chilly, low 26 in the hill country to 32 along the river walk. Tomorrow and Sunday, lots of sunshine. Tomorrow's high 63, Sunday's high 66. For Monday, kicking off your week, mostly cloudy skies, high 71. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. 
This is Texas News Radio. Three Houston police officers are expected to recover after a shootout involving a man who had sped away from a domestic disturbance. The suspect also suffered a gunshot wound to the neck. Roland Caballero has racked up a long list of felonies in his 31 years, including aggravated robbery, unlawfully carrying a weapon, and drug possession. After surrendering at the end of an hours-long standoff yesterday, the charges he's likely to face now are much more serious, including attempted capital murder for wounding three police officers. That's correspondent Jim Ryan. State of Texas is suing President Joe Biden once again over his immigration policies. Attorney General Ken Paxton says this legal action is over the Central American Minors Refugee and Parole Program. It's used by this administration to bring people from certain countries in and then allow them to bring their families here. None of this has been authorized by Congress. He called the program a magnet that attracts more legal immigration. Seven other states have signed on to the lawsuit. Middle school students in one Tennessee county will no longer be reading a Pulitzer Prize-winning novel depicting the horrors of the Holocaust. The graphic novel Mouse tells the true story of how the author's parents survived the Holocaust with the victims depicted as mice and the Nazis as cats. The McMinn County School Board voted unanimously to remove Mouse from its eighth grade curriculum, describing it as too adult-oriented due to its unnecessary use of profanity and nudity and its depiction of violence and suicide. The Tennessee School Board says the board members do not diminish the value of Mouse as an impactful and meaningful piece of literature, nor do we dispute the importance of teaching our children the historical and moral lessons and realities of the Holocaust. That's correspondent Andrea Fuji. Many of America's top Winter Olympic athletes are on their way to Beijing, leaving the U.S. today. The Olympics start next Friday at LAX here in Los Angeles. More than 200 members of the U.S. team boarded a special flight for the trip across the Pacific. They were cheered and given a warm send-off by Delta Airline employees. Among those on the flight, America's great skier, Michaela Schifrin. She's hoping for a third Olympic gold or even more. Also on board, the flying tomato, snowboarder Sean White. This will be his fifth Olympics. That's correspondent Steve Futterman in Los Angeles. Book it on a whim or read the reviews first. Call it precise planning or just plain paranoid. According to a new one-poll survey, more than half of Americans won't book their travels without reading the reviews first. And two and three vacationers described the process as an obsession. On average, respondents said that scouring 17 reviews is the appropriate amount of research before booking. That's correspondent Diane King-Hall. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Clear and chilly for tonight, low 32. Lots of sunshine tomorrow, high 63. Chilly tomorrow night with a starlit sky, low 36. Sunny on Sunday, high 66. Monday, the last day of January, mostly cloudy, high 71. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. French President Emmanuel Macron going all in on diplomacy, trying to de-escalate tensions over Ukraine. French President Macron already spoke for more than an hour on the phone with Russian President Putin on Friday. But Friday evening, he will also speak to Ukrainian President Zelensky. Putin and Macron agreed to stay in close contact, according to a Kremlin readout of the call. Diplomats from Russia, Ukraine, France, and Germany met in Paris earlier this week and plan to meet again in Berlin in two weeks. That's correspondent Inez de la Quatera in Paris. 
North Korea has revealed new information about its missile tests this week. According to state media, the North will keep developing powerful warheads, saying it tested long-range cruise and surface-to-surface missiles on Tuesday and Thursday, with leader Kim Jong-un also shown making a trip to a munitions factory that's apparently producing a major weapon system. There's no sign of the North's provocations slowing down anytime soon. That's correspondent Alex Jensen in Seoul, South Korea. Texas Governor Greg Abbott wants to shut down the social media site TikTok. He says it's being used by the cartels to facilitate the smuggling of illegal immigrants. Just like I think an injunction was taken against the back page, similarly, possibly, an injunction could be used to shut down TikTok. He says state troopers have seen a string of posts on TikTok where cartels are offering big bucks to those who help move migrants into the country. DPS Director Steve McCross says they're, watch- they're catching kids uh, from across the state who come to South Texas and work as drivers. There's a move afoot to make changes to the U.S. Constitution. Nebraska has become the 17th state to call for a convention of states to consider making changes to the U.S. Constitution. 34 states are needed to trigger a convention. Such a gathering would focus on limiting the federal government's power and jurisdiction and impose term limits on Congress. That's correspondent Jim Kursula. Inflation is eating into snack prices. Mondelez blames higher prices for everything from Oreos to Triscuit crackers on the rising cost of ingredients and pandemic-era transportation issues. The company says it's also starting the new year with low inventories because of a worker strike in 2021. They haven't advertised for fear of running out of products as demand rises with people still searching for comfort foods as the pandemic drags on. That's correspondent Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foldy. Coming up, the president makes a trip to Pennsylvania to talk infrastructure just as a bridge collapses. The chatter over what Vladimir Putin's plans are with Ukraine continue. A victory for the telecoms in the battle with airlines over 5G. A new song distraction guide for drivers. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. KTSA AccuWeather. Tonight, clear and chilly, low 26 in the hill country to 32 along the Riverwalk. Tomorrow and Sunday, lots of sunshine. Tomorrow's high 63, Sunday's high 66. For Monday, kicking off your week, mostly cloudy skies, high 71. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. World leaders are still trying to find a diplomatic solution to the standoff with Russia over Ukraine. A day after the United States hand-delivered its diplomatic response to Moscow's demands, the White House is not backing down, refusing to agree to the Kremlin's central request to guarantee that Ukraine never joins NATO. The U.S. and its allies are now awaiting response from Russian President Vladimir Putin. In a call with Ukraine's president, President Biden reaffirming U.S. and allied readiness to respond decisively if Russia further invades Ukraine. But there are differences between the two on how significant the crisis and the threat of military action from Russia is. That's correspondent Ian Panel in Ukraine. The SAT that we remember taking in high school is getting shorter and it's going digital. That's brought up concerns about the digital divide. But experts like North Texas professor Stephen Waddell don't think it'll be a big issue. In terms of the kids' capacity to do this, I don't think 
think they're going to have a hard time with it. They might even find it a relief. He expects there will be some rural districts where kids will be put at a disadvantage thanks to slow Internet connections that make learning online tough. Some argue that they will not be as comfortable with taking online tests as kids in urban districts. Waddle says the online SAT puts a spotlight on that digital divide. Verizon and AT&T can now turn on more 5G towers around airports now that the FAA has concluded that they're not as a threat. After doing what it calls a thorough analysis of how 5G signals interact with airplane equipment, the FAA says a 5G buffer zone around airports can shrink. AT&T and Verizon will be able to turn on more 5G cell towers around airports. There was so much concern this month in the aviation industry about the potential for interference from 5G signals in cockpits, even though there was no scientific proof the signals would actually impact planes landing. Now the FAA says it is safe for more planes to land with more 5G towers turned on. That's correspondent Alex Stone. Former White House advisor Kellyanne Conway has a new book. Conway's publisher says the new memoir called Here's the Deal will give a one-of-a-kind perspective on the Trump administration, details on the former president himself, and what it was like being the first woman to run a winning presidential campaign in 2016. Conway also talks about her family life, including struggles with her husband and Trump critic George Conway. The 600-page book is set for release in late May. That's correspondent Monica Ricks. Several former employees of the Washington football team or we'll be speaking to Congress next month about allegations of a hostile work environment. A House committee is hosting a roundtable discussion with five former employees. It has been asking the NFL for details of an internal probe over allegations of sexual harassment and a hostile work culture within the organization. The meeting will happen a day after the team unveils its new name. That's correspondent Allison Keyes. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Clear and chilly for tonight, low 32. Lots of sunshine tomorrow, high 63. Chilly tomorrow night with a starlit sky, low 36. Sunny on Sunday, high 66. Monday, the last day of January, mostly cloudy, high 71. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. This is Texas News Radio. President Joe Biden made an unscheduled stop today at the site of the bridge collapse in Pittsburgh. Correspondent Karen Travers. Before his infrastructure event in Pittsburgh, President Biden making a stop at the bridge that collapsed there this morning. He spoke to Mayor Ed Ganey, first responders and law enforcement officers while taking in the scene, which he called incredible. It's a miracle, Mr. President. It's a miracle. It really is. The president said the infrastructure law will help states fix bridges, and he promised Pittsburgh will get federal help to rebuild. There are literally more bridges in Pittsburgh than any other city in the world. Did you know more than in Venice? I, I mean, I, I knew there were a lot of bridges. I had no idea that, and we're gonna they're gonna fix them all. Fourteen more Republicans are getting subpoenas from the House January sixth investigation. They are all members of a bogus slates of alternative Trump electors who wanted to overturn the twenty twenty election results. That fraudulent group of electors, all from swing states, Joe Biden won in twenty twenty. They had hoped Vice President Pence would reject the legal electors and use them and keep President Trump in office. Pence refused to violate the Constitution and do that. Now the January 6th committee is compelling those fake electors to explain how they were appointed 
and who's behind the scheme. That's correspondent Andy Field. The state of Texas is suing President Joe Biden once again over his immigration policies. Attorney General Ken Paxton says this legal action is over the Central American Miners Refugee and Parole Program. It's used by this administration to bring people from certain countries in and then allow them to bring their families here. None of this has been authorized by Congress. He called the program a magnet that attracts more illegal immigration. Seven other states have signed on to that lawsuit. Health officials have a new reason to promote booster shots. It's yet more proof of the benefit of COVID vaccine boosters. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says third shots of coronavirus vaccines significantly reduce the risk that people with weakened immune systems will be hospitalized with COVID. The Pfizer and Moderna vaccines were nearly 90% effective against hospitalizations in people with compromised immune systems. That's correspondent Jim Crisula. If you want to stay focused while you drive and listen to music, go for the soft stuff. So you're a tough guy. Billie Eilish Bad Guy has the lowest distraction score, 8.1% on Spotify's go-to driving playlist. Noah Cyrus July comes in second. Most dangerous. Outcasts Hey Ya with a distraction score of 72.6%. Right behind the killer's Mr. Brightside and Jay-Z's Empire State of Mind. Findings based on songs, danceability, high energy, and emotional charge. That's correspondent Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Stocks surged into the close to end a volatile week. The Dow rose 565 points. The S&P 500 added 105, and the Nasdaq closed up 418. Early gains pulled the S&P 500 up as the benchmark hovered near what experts call a correction, which is when an index loses more than 10 percent. Its value from a record high. The last record close for the S&P was on January 3rd. Consumer spending fell six-tenths of a percent last month as Americans bought fewer cars, electronics, and clothes. High prices may have discouraged some shoppers, along with the wave of Omicron cases that kept many people from traveling, eating out, or visiting entertainment venues. Kia is recalling more than 410,000 vehicles in the U.S. to fix a problem which can stop the airbags from inflating during a crash. Included are certain Forte small cars in the 2017 and 2018 model years and Sedona minivans and souls from the 2017 through 2019 years. Daria Albinger, ABC News. In the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys have extended defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. Jerry Jones gave him a multi-year extension to remain in Dallas. Today, Jerry Jones also said that Mike McCarthy, there was never a doubt that he was going to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys for the upcoming season. Houston Texans completed an interview with Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell for their head coaching vacancy this week, while former backup quarterback Josh McCown got a second interview today. That's according to the NFL. Network. Well, it is championship weekend in the NFL as Sunday it starts off with the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Cincinnati Bengals. They'll kick at 2 o'clock, while the NFC side of things will be decided when the Rams play host to the 49ers. That kickoff scheduled for 5.30. And in the NBA tonight, the San Antonio Spurs return to action. They'll welcome in DeMar DeRozan and the Chicago Bulls. DeRozan will be making his first return trip to the AT&T Center since being traded to the Bulls this offseason. Tip-off for tonight's ballgame is set for 7.30. I'm Joe Reinagel for San Antonio Sports Star, AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. ABC 
Entertainment News. Bill Cosby had been one of my heroes. W. Kamel Bell says we need to talk about Cosby. That's the name of his docuseries in which he examines the conversation around Bill Cosby, Cosby's legacy, and the sexual assault accusations. Bell tells me it's a conversation that scared him. If you grew up in Cosby's America, it's a third rail conversation. And if you're black, it's the that's adding another electrified rail. And if you're black and famous, it's another rail. And if you're black, famous, and you work for Bill Cosby, we just keep adding more electrified rails to this conversation. Episode one of We Need to Talk About Cosby debuts on Showtime Sunday. Permission to come aboard. Aquaman getting behind the wheel? Multiple reports that Jason Momoa is sliding into the driver's seat in the next Fast and Furious movie as the villain. The tenth film in the franchise due out May of next year, and the second Aquaman movie due out this December. A reminder that Willem Dafoe hosts Saturday Night Live this weekend for the first time, musical guest Katy Perry. And Backstreet Boy Nick Carter is 42 Friday. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. From ABC News, Tech Trends. At a once dormant power plant not far from Pittsburgh, bitcoins are born. Creating digital currency like Bitcoin requires a lot of computer power. One way to get that power is by burning used, low-quality waste coal. Entrepreneur Bill Spence runs a Pennsylvania plant that does just that. We found a way to utilize the power generation of the plant that's old-school technology with a brand-new supercomputer technology that's employed to mine cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. But the process still produces CO2. Environmentalists say it's the equivalent of 80,000 cars. Rob Altenberg runs the environmental nonprofit Penn Future. Bitcoin in general is wasteful by design. And if you are going to do Bitcoin using the dirtiest source of power we have in the state, should be your last choice for you for generating that electricity with tech trends i'm jim ryan abc news